welcome to episode three. We are rolling we now. We are on a roll. Of the Let's Get Lit podcast with myself, Will Carver. And me, the Calipidian, SJ Watson. What an ass! Yeah. <laughs> so we're back again. Yeah. I had something in my mind. It's that like I was we haven't say. been away. It's almost like we're in the same room <laughs> in the same week. Ten minutes later. Yeah. What's new? Let's see. So today, our episode, what is it called? It's called Never Enough. And th- this is great. So we name all of our episodes after a song title. And uh, this week we decided, oh, let's talk about success yeah. and what it means to us and what we think it means to other people and how we gauge and value success. And I was like, well, what song are we going to mm. use? But and luckily... I came up with about eight. Yes, we have our resident music <laughs> expert here. And... Never enough. Now I listened to the song last Did night. You? Yeah, it's yeah, a good song. really love it's it. Yeah, favorites. really love it. Yeah. yeah, by the Cure, right? By the Cure, yeah. Yes, I have a friend. He's a big Cure fan. Oh, and right. last, his last birthday is completely irrelevant. He's, yeah, go on. his he's name's just... Tim. His All name's right. Tim. Yeah. Last Hi, birthday, Tim. Hello I to Tim. Hello to Tim. And <laughs> we, uh, I was going to buy him a birthday present. Yeah. And they just released. You know those bobblehead. Oh, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, of The Cure, yeah. They yeah. released a, a pack, like, five figures yeah. of yeah. The Cure. And I was like, he would, would love that. love that. Yeah, yeah, he would never buy that for himself. It's stupid. But he might pop it on a shelf and be like, oh, yeah. thanks, mate. Um, so I did a pre-order right. of it. And it's been a year. So it's his birthday oh, wow. again in 10 days and or something. Still... And, and it's still, it's now saying September. So, <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to... I'm, well, that's in keeping because The Cure have been talking about their new album for the last eight years. Yes. Well, well, um, I will buy him a bottle of wine or something and say, yeah. I'm sorry. It's, he's he's actually 50 next year. Right. Well, that, well so that would be ideal. It'd be great. Yeah. It'd be great. Yeah. And speaking of wine, um, yeah. we have our drink of the day. Which I'm sure Robert Smith would approve of. It is. Well, I think when you talk about success... Hello to Robert. Hello. I'm sure Hello. he's listening. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> um, we, we think of champagne. Well, I do. And so... I think of Coke. Coca-Cola? Yes, of course. Yeah, I love Coke. This is a family-friendly Yes, I'm more of a Pepsi Max (laughs) fan, no sugar. And, um, yeah, so we have a champagne, but obviously I bought it, so uh, based on my success, it's not a good one. (laughs) It's cheap. It's actually called Vranken... Maison Fondi on 1976. Varankin. Oh, that's Varankin. One, one of my favourites. Yes. Do you have a favourite champagne? Uh, yes, I like free champagne at publishing <laughs> parties. Yeah, yeah they're my favourite. You know that's Prosecco, what? if you're lucky. The first random house party <laughs> I went to, every time I held out my glass to the side, yeah. it was filled up and Ross Kemp cupped my bottom. But that's a different oh, story. Gosh. Yeah, it was nice. Hello to Ross if you're listening. Hello, Ross. Um, you. <laughs> well, your Calipidian, your Calipidian buttocks. Oh, it was then. Yes. I don't um, think you have Calipidian buttocks. I think that would. You're that's, just Calipidian. Just Calipidian. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. So Ross Kemp. That's good mm-hmm. language. We like. Your... You see, we like words, we like don't words. we? If you have a word that you'd like us to discuss, <laughs> yes, there we go. Please let us know. Yes, we're 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 really um, riffing on the Calipidian. Yeah, but no, that's probably you know. Do you not find that publishing parties is always the cheapest, vilest drink? But I uh, still drink enough. Of yeah, it, I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I like it. Is is that red wine free? Where's it from? Yeah, I don't know. I don't care. Yeah. It's free. I'll it's have free, it. Thank so, you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yes. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah, but this is nice. I actually, this is nice. This is. Nice. I don't really have a favorite champagne because I feel that's something that posh people have. Mm. 
<clears throat> and any champagne to me is like, oh yeah, I'm having champagne. I'm having champagne. I've made something it. special. Might must have happened. Yeah, I uh, I think uh, there's there's been a bottle of Dom Perignon in in the waitrose that I go waiting to, waiting for you to win an award. Waiting, just waiting for me to have a reason. But now they've got like a bottle of Cristal. Oh God, in waitrose. Yeah, oh, wow. and it's like double the. You're in Reading. We don't have that in Brighton. Yeah, it's. Oh, do you not? No. We don't even a waitress in Brighton. Wow. So what have you been up to? What have I been up to? I've been getting ready for Pride, which is next week. Well, it depends when this is going to go out. It was either, it's either next week or it was last weekend, where it might be two or three weekends ago, but I've been preparing for Pride. Now, how does one prepare for Pride? Well, does this involve waxing? No, uh, no. God, no. No, no, no. no. Oh, no, have of course. Have you met me? Yes, of course not. Of course not. Uh, there's too much to wax. Mm. Um, and also, it's not, my, it's not my vibe, really. Yeah. Waxed. No. I'm more of a bear. Yes. Did we discuss bears on the podcast? We did a couple of weeks ago, you go into Bear Weekend. Yeah. And we, we mentioned what a bear was, yeah. I think. Yeah, we mentioned what my mum thought a bear was. Dressing up as a bear. Dressing up as a bear. Dressing yeah, up so as I will a bear. I what did not then and I will not now be dressing up as a bear. No. Because you are already were, dressed up as a bear. To, yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But I have to choose a T-shirt. I have to decide whether... So basically, there's a club night. I only, I don't really go clubbing anymore, but there is a club night called DILF, um, mm. which is usually monthly, but they're having a pre-Pride party, a Pride opening night party on the Friday, and they're having a Pride closing party on the Sunday. Mm. And for some reason, even though all evidence, all past evidence suggests that I, that I can't even do one without needing a whole week off, Mm. Um, I've got tickets for both so well. this may be the last time I appear on this podcast because I may die oh right great well well that's good because uh, I think you had quite a lot on the last podcast um, I, it was mostly you talking you did a, a, quite so, a lot of talking yeah but no this one there was this... a long story about I, don't, I wasn't listening I switched off yeah I did as well luck so, it was, yeah. oh, it was luck. a luck luck story yeah I, I, yeah. I chopped it in half <laughs> I think in the end quite but, regrets yeah um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I've been getting ready for Pride. Oh well, I am getting ready to go on my holiday. Oh yeah. I'm going to Croatia. Don't ask me where. People keep asking me, and it's like, is that where they film Le- Game of Thrones, or is that? That is exactly is it. That, so yeah, that's in Dubrovnik. Yes. So we fly into Dubrovnik, right. um, and then it's kind of twenty minutes away from Dubrovnik and Croatia. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's quite expensive. They're like, oh, this is where they film Game of Thrones. That's, the yeah. pizza slice that used to be one ninety nine is now yeah. yeah twenty euros. Um, yeah. So yeah, we kind of you know there's we've got a big family. There's seven of us, and we've got a villa with a pool, and mm. we just stay there. And uh, we have hired a boat. Now I think. Fine. Well, three out of the seven are scared of going on a boat. But you, you're not one of the three. No, no, right. I love that. I love that. No, yeah, no, um, seafaring man myself. Yeah. Uh, yes, and uh, yeah, so we've got it for the whole day. We've got like a skipper that's going to take us out because oh, wow. my partner, she, she, it's not a holiday if you're not on sand on a beach. And I think right. all the beaches there are kind of you have to wear special shoes so they don't cut your feet to, right. sh- to yeah. ribbons. Mm. But they have these lovely white sand beaches on the islands. So you're going out to one of the islands. So we're doing that. We're doing like a day and someone just drives us around and we jump in the sea and we go on some sand. She feels happy. And it, then... sound, it sounds very Triangle of Sadness. Oh, I loved that, right? I love that film. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah. There was, yeah, I love like the Woody Harrelson character's mm. relationship with the like the German guy, was it? Um, or something. Yeah, I can't remember, yeah. but it was, yeah. Oh, it's love. Yeah, it's a good film. Yeah. It's a good film. Yeah. Wow. I, did, I don't know anyone else who's seen it. You now you do. Yeah. Um... 
Hi to Woody, if you're listening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big thank you to Woody Harrelson. Yeah. yeah. Thank um, you. I am reading. Well, I'm preparing for my holiday, so I have a stack of books. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a couple that I've I've kind of been sent. You know. Right. So I have a physical one called The Grief House oh, by gosh. Rebecca Thorne. Um, who I met at Harrogate a couple of years ago. Kind of, we ended up at a dinner together, and mm. we just got on. And uh, she was like, "Oh, do you want to read my new book?" And I was like, "Not really." <laughs> and she was like, "Oh, can you please?" And I was like, "Oh, I'll have a go." So uh, say <laughs> okay. so, yes. So yeah, no, I was talking to Kevin Wignall at Harrogate um, last week or a couple of weeks ago, depending when this comes Hi, out. Kevin, if you're listening, yeah, thank you, Kevin. And uh, and he said, "Oh, you should read it. I think you'll like it." So I'm excited about that. And then I have. Obviously, my non-physical one, my e-book one. Digital, yeah. Digital, they call it, mm. um, which I try not to hold over the pool, um, which is Victoria Selman, All the Little Liars. Um, I don't know anything about it, but I know I liked her last one, and uh, I got sent a proof for that, but I didn't for this. I said to her, can you can I have one? And she and, said... And she said, yes, of you? course. She said, she said, you are too late to quote on the last one. But, yeah. um, that's why you're not on this. But she sent me a digital copy, so I'm going to... Ha- I did quote on the last one. Did I? No. Uh, I yes, you did. Did I? Yeah. I reviewed it. Uh, I definitely reviewed it, but I still haven't been sent the new one, so... Oh, right. Well, I can... Oh, it's, I can it's fine. Yeah. No, I don't worry. There's too many books to read. There are. Yeah. yeah. How many books have you got at home that you haven't read? I've got literally hundreds. Oh, gosh, yes. So, yeah, I mean... Yeah, we have like a, a library, not a library room, but like we, we've converted a whole area into like bookshelves. A wing of the house. Yeah, like it's on the West Wing. <laughs> and uh, and there, I mean, it's funny because my kids are like, Dad, have you read all of these? Mm. I was like, no. I'm like, gosh. No. But then you go through and you're like, God, I have, I've read fucking loads of these. Like, mm. um, But do you have that thing that like... I can I can finish a book and I can be like right I'm getting, about to go on a train perhaps to record a podcast yeah with my friend Will Carver um, I need a I need a new book to read and I can't think of one and I look around my shelves and there's nothing that appeals to me even though it's lit- they're literally groaning with well not literally yeah. groaning they're almost literally groaning under the weight of unread books and I still go to fucking Waterstones and buy another one yeah I it's weird isn't it but it is you kind of understand when people say they're in a book slump yeah because it. It's just like, oh, that, I, I, w- I know I want to read that, but I don't want to read that now. Now, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, that's what I'm mm. on. You on anything or are you not? I'm between books at the moment. Oh. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to read John Boyne's The Heart's Invisible Furies next. Mm-hmm. But I'm slightly trepidatious because it's, a, I, I, I've heard so many good things about it. Yeah. Uh, but it, and it's very long. Yeah. And the last queer book I read, that I'd heard loads of good things about. It was very long. Was a little life, and I'm going to come out and say it. I don't like that book. Wow! I am the only person I've ever met who doesn't <laughs> like that book. I only hear good things. I I know um, Bert's Books, um, who's independent bookshop in Swindon. Hi to uh, Bert's Books. They're great. Um, Hello, Bert. If you're listening to the podcast, yes, loved it. Love that was like favorite I mean, book. I, d- I don't know, but it but it like is quite a it. lot. There's it's a lot to like about it, but there was just a lot that like I was like, oh. For sake yeah <laughs> yeah there's my review ladies and gentlemen yes for fuck's sake yeah okay. um yeah there was things i didn't buy so and i know the play is supposed to be amazing blah, 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 yeah. but uh i just didn't really love it in the same way that almost everyone else seems to love it and everyone yeah. else seems to love 
the Hot's Invisible Furies as well. So I will um, go into it with an open mind. Mm. Well, good. I can't wait for your review. Your three-word review of fuck that shit. Didn't awesome. finish it. Yeah, yeah. did My not finish it. Yeah. DFI. <coughs> yeah. DFI? Like MFI. You're like MFI, but, but different. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We're completely different letters. So we like words. I've said yeah. it before. Coloured pigeon. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, that's what I'm reading. And I'm still listening to Dr. Sleep. Oh, yeah. Well, you, let me know when you get to the end. But we just got... Just, <laughs> but... <laughs> but we discussed that last week. So. Yes, yes. I like... Have you read Joyland? Oh, no. I haven't actually very, read very much Stephen King. I like I'm all those... I'm astonished like, by how much he writes, though. It really puts even you to shame. I know. I know, because, because he doesn't have to. Because quite short... Yeah, well, two a year, but they're quite short. Whereas these are like fourteen a year, and they're yeah. like Fat, massive, yeah. great big, walloping, great big books. Yeah, well, I, I think he doesn't also have to run a fitness business on the side and have five kids that he has to sort out who are going through puberty. Yeah, okay. But you know, but if he Fair did, enough. he'd probably he'd probably still write seven books a year. <laughs> yeah. So, and this is why he's Stephen King, and that's okay. You yeah, know, that can't, is okay. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't really. Yeah, I can't complain. Yes, we are. We are at the top-up stage oh, of the Vranken, Vranken, Vranken. Hello, hello to our German listeners. I don't know why it I'm sounds German. Fran- this yeah. is very, very French. Obviously, it's champagne, it, obviously, but it sounds like a German word. French champagne, Vranken. Um, you can only have French champagne. Never enough. Yeah. So success. Success. What's the definition oh. of success for you? For me, oh, it's very. Oh, it's different. So. Th- the reason we thought we'd talk about this is because we are both successful in our own weird way. Mm. Uh, but uh, not not necessarily a weird way for you. But well, slightly, I, yeah. yeah. It's weird. It's still weird. It's yeah. a weird um, life that you live. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> How do you think I live? I don't know. I don't know. So <laughs> I think it's very difficult to quantify success. So yeah. I have a friend... Um, We'll just call him Andrew. Is that because that's his name? His name is Andrew. So um, he, we both lived in this small town um, outside of Reading called Winnersh. And there's a crossroads in the middle of Winnersh. And I lived on one side of the crossroads and he lived on the other. It's like, this is, I know it's like the opening to a movie. But um, like where I lived wasn't like super posh or anything, but it was, it was quite nice. And where he lived was like the estate where... You know, bad things happen mm. and, and and no one kind of escapes and they all still live there now. And he, he, we did our A-levels together and I did okay and went off to uni and he didn't do okay, even though he's a super smart guy. Like, if you met him now, you'd be like, oh, he's probably one of the smartest people I've met. Um, he didn't and he went and worked, like, in a factory chopping up fucking copper or something and, and then he gradually worked his way up. And now he's got this amazing job at amazon not nothing to do with books otherwise i'd be hitting him up like crazy <laughs> but he's um and he's you know he's got like a six-figure salary every year and people are like that's amazing andrew or whatever your real name is andrew it's, it's andrew, it's andrew. Yeah. and uh, and that is what people think is successful yeah. like wow isn't he great he's got a lovely big house and a tesla and a couple of pugs and oh and you know and is he single <laughs> he's not and he's um yeah, that's his success. But for me, 
his success is that he could have he could have stayed yeah. in that place. And what he did was get away, which I think was really important to him to kind of yeah. push out of that. And and I think that's his success. Whereas other people say, well, he's, he's got loads of money and a nice car and a house and, mm. and gadgets and whatever, mm. and a hot tub or whatever. Yeah, I think success changes. And I think that's one of the reasons that I, I wanted to call this episode Never Enough because what that, that's what the song is about. Like whatever success you get, it almost just feels like that becomes the new default. Yeah. And then you're looking for the next thing and you won't be successful until this. And, you know, and, and that was really brought home to me when, you know, Before I Go to Sleep was number one in the bestseller list for seven weeks. Yeah. Which rewind three years before it came out. And if you'd have told me that, I'd be like, I would have been like, fuck's sake. Yeah. I mean, why would I, I would never want more than that? Why would that, you know, that's amazing. That's, that's, de- you know, yeah. that's yeah. the absolute pinnacle of success. But of course, when you hit your seventh week on the number one bestseller list, and then the, in the eighth week, something else is number one. All I could think was, well, why not eight week? What's why is that? Why are nine? Yeah. You know, why? And that's ridiculous. Um, it's a ridiculous situation to be in, to be always wanting more. And yet maybe it's human nature. Yeah. Well, I think I used to work in sales. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, I remember getting like my first million pound deal. Mm. Like someone bought a million pounds of computers. And the company had never had that before. And then it was all celebrated. And then it's like, well, I don't think anyone's ever had it. Was it celebrated a... with Vranky champagne? No, it wasn't. It was celebrated with uh, a nice commission that, <laughs> that paid off a lot of my student loan. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I didn't see a lot of it at the time. Um, and then it's like, oh, what's next? A two million? And mm. then when you get that, what is it? A five million pound order? And where does it end? And this is where yeah. you get these incredibly like, you know, billionaires. Who it's, still yeah. not, it's still not enough. Yes, you can afford to buy Twitter, but it's still not enough. You still end up in a scrap with the person who owns Meta because yeah, it's just that's ridiculous. It's crazy. Have you not got enough? (coughs) I was watching the. um, Have you watched the Air film? No. Yeah, it's brilliant. Obviously about the Nike Air Michael Jordan train. I think like they made a film about a trainer that's massively captivating, and. Kind of at, at the end, they say the guy who who's running that night division, or whatever he gave in the end, he gave away two billion pounds to charity mm. and uh, two two billion dollars, whatever. And I can't remember his name. And I think that's a, that's massively successful, right? To to mm. to 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 do something, you know, hugely commercial, or whatever. But then to push your efforts into something else. Yeah. That is his success. And I think and I think you can't keep saying, oh, I need to sell two million, four million, yeah. eight million. I need to be a bestseller. I need well, to Well yeah, I mean I remember really clearly when Before I Go to Sleep was when it when it was looking like it was going to be successful. Mm. You know, as in in terms of sales, in terms of chart position, in terms of whatever, you know, metric you want to apply to it. I, I remember really with one evening, I just thought to myself, what will what will I define as success? I, I, I really felt that I needed to, to choose something personal to me. Would it be a million copies sold? Will it be a million pounds, you know, in yeah. my bank account? Would yeah. it be a number one bestseller? What would, it, what would it be that I would call success? And I think, you know, maybe because I'm a bit older, I think if, if maybe if it had happened in my 20s, I would have had a very different take yeah. on it. But I remember thinking, what I always wanted was was for people to read and enjoy my books. Yeah. So success for me, I remember thinking was would be if I ever saw anybody 
in the street, on the tube, on a train, on the bus, whatever, reading, who I didn't know, obviously. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Reading one of my books, that is success. And I remember, I still remember where I was when it happened. Go on. Uh, well, it's not a particularly exciting story, but I, I got off a train, I was getting off a train at Waterloo, I think, and this guy was rushing for his train in the other direction, and he was st- like running for his train, but still reading before I go to sleep Brilliant. in his hands. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that is that is success, because... He doesn't even want to put it down while he runs for yeah, a train. Yeah, you know? that's amazing. Um, and so I always try and remember that every time I get, you know, get a setback or a, or I feel a bit sort of like down about how things are going, perhaps, or you know, it's I'm lucky in that you know I get to still do it for a career. For a yeah, career, you know, for for, a, for, for it's, it's still what I do with my life is to write stories and write books, and people out there still read them, and so. Chart positions, royalty statements, it's kind of noise. Yeah. I mean, I know that I'm in a luxury position to be able yeah. to say that. You know, I'm very aware that of my privilege. But I think it's important to, def- in any field, actually, not perhaps just not just writing, but to be able to define your own, what is success for you. Yeah. Because otherwise you can get in the trap, like publishers will always be looking for, well, we sold two million, but why not three? Yeah. You know, um, so that's not a good a good way of measuring whether a book has been successful or not. I think I think every writer, regardless of who of who they are, is they think if you are a Sunday Times bestseller, yeah. you are a success. Yeah, that and, is and on everyone. one level, of course you yeah, of course you are. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think. I mean, I I mean. Hopefully he doesn't mind me bringing him up. But like Mark Edwards, hmm. like sells... Hello to Mark. Hello, Mark. Um, thanks for listening if you are. Uh, if <laughs> if he sells more books than most people, hmm. he was kind of a um, self-publishing sensation and hmm. then he was published traditionally and now he's he's published by Amazon. And he sells a huge amount of books, but... Where he is, he can't be in Waterstones, he can't be on that. And and, mm. and I think for him, it's crazy because he sells more books than anyone. But I would imagine he still is like, I would just want that Sunday Times bestseller mm. because then, then I feel like a writer. And that's crazy, yeah, right? Yeah, it's crazy. Because, because for me, and maybe it is the position I'm in, I think when I when I get reviewed in yeah, the Times, Telegram, whatever, and they say, mm. nothing like this has been written this year. Mm. That for me is like, yeah, yeah, I've smashed it because yeah. it's like I've written something no one else can, yeah, or 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 has, um, well, can, I yeah, maybe, yeah, well, maybe, and, but maybe that's because I don't have like a bestseller yet, you know, I don't have that, um, I, I, and I still I would love that, I'd love to be say, oh fuck, you know, I hate that I got to thirteen, I think one week it was like eleven and mm. then thirteen again. It's like, just outside mm. my life could be different if I had dipped in the top 10 I don't know what I'd be doing now you know in what way would it be different though I don't know I don't know I think what happened with my second book might have been different because it was like oh yeah was it girl four that was yeah I think that I think they they thought it would go there and it was a very different kind of book right that everyone does now but at the time they weren't doing and yeah, I don't. I don't know, but 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 maybe that's just because I equate success with still with if you're not a Sunday Times bestseller, mm. who are you? You know, and you know, and we we laugh about me being up for awards and not winning <laughs> them and stuff. But and that's nice. But I don't know. It, 
Yeah, I, again, I'm like, I'm very aware that like the position in which I'm sitting, but it is kind of just noise though, because when, when it's just you and the laptop and you're trying to figure out the next book, the next sentence, the next, you know, chapter, the fact that you've been in number one in the bestseller list is kind of irrelevant. Yeah. Um, this is such a great both sides now <laughs> thing from our first episode. I love it. Yeah, it's yeah. good. I never dreamt for a million years I would sit in a in a in a in a cinema and watch a film of something that started in my head mm. on the screen with Nicole fucking Kidman. Amazing, I mean, amazing. You know, you, you, you cannot make it up. You can I, I would have never, if you'd have told me this 20 <coughs> years ago, I would have laughed in your face. Yeah. Um, and that was great. And it, and obviously it was, it, but, it, but it's also, oh, even that's just noise. It's just, it doesn't change that the next day I still have to, get up and have a shower like everybody yeah, else. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, I am now, I'm now, I'm not now living in some kind of rarefied existence where I have a team of naked rent boys who look yeah. after my every, I mean, I wish, but, yeah. you know, um, I still have to That's get up. That's so 2017. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I still yeah. have to get up and do the work, Yeah, you know, and, and I think what we do is still, because, I don't know how you feel, but, like, I don't feel like a person who writes I feel like a writer and so it's completely bound up in my sense of self-esteem so if I have a morning that's gone really well I feel like a good I feel good I'm a good person I'm, a, I'm, I'm okay if I have a morning where it's gone not so well I feel I'm, maybe I'm not a good person yeah. which is not healthy no. maybe I should talk to my therapist about yeah, this you but you know um, but the awards and the accolades and the Nicole Kidman's are—it's—it's it's great, but also very—it's just noise. Yeah. That I actually I became much healthier and happier when I just treated it as that. Yeah. It's just—it's all happening over there, but here is where the work is. But at the time, you were like, "Fuck, Give me I've more. smashed it!" Right? Yeah. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. <clears throat> and. I loved every moment of it and you know and it was great to be able to introduce my mom to, to Colin Firth and she's got a mug mm -hmm. with of a photo of her and Colin Firth and she has her morning coffee out of this mug yeah you would you her. just oh, would yeah yeah because yeah, he's really hot <laughs> yeah. um and that's great that's wonderful and lovely and but it probably will never happen again but does that yeah. mean that my career is better or worse no not, yeah. not really I think I think yeah your success will be in a different way yeah, of course. I think I I thought I haven't, you know, I haven't read the second book, but I've read the third one, Final Cut, and I thought your writing was so much better in that. Mm. The story of Before I Go to Sleep is just fucking brilliant, right? Mm. If you can write a story, okay, yeah. and you and that's your story, you're you're laughing, mm. I think. But your actual writing, the actual, the words, the way you construct it, I just thought so much better in that third book so so success yeah, you're a better writer yeah. than you used success to be success for me is if I can look yeah. at work I've done and go that's good writing that's better yeah. writing than the previous book because yeah. I want to always be doing better yeah I want to, I'm in this for the learning I'm in this for you know but it's like it's the it's the is it Oscar Wilde that quote about you know when God wants to punish you he off, he gives you your he makes your dreams come true and it's yeah. kind of true like, yeah and 
I don't even want to say this because it's such a luxury problem to have, but when you get what you think you've always wanted and you're like, well, what, what do I do now then? Yeah. Because it's not filling the hole yeah. in me. Excuse me. Yes. You know, it's not it's not making me feel Yeah. Like I've arrived and everyone loves me and you know, the world's at my feet. It's it's so what what next? What do I do next? You know? Yeah. And you can imagine this is why someone like Bill Gates wanted to then okay, I've achieved so much, I've got so much money, I want to rid the world of malaria. Yeah, totally. And I, I think, get, totally yeah. get that, you know. Uh, yeah. be known as that guy. Yeah. Like, like that's his success. So I had I had six years where I lived in a one bedroom flat with my kids mm. and I still wrote books mm. the whole time. And for me, that's success, right? That is mm. for me that is success. That is saying this is the one thing I wanna do. Yeah. If I I think of like my mum, her whole kind of reason for living is like I have to get my paycheck mm. at the end of the month mm. provide for my kids yeah. and and of course every, we need that in the world yeah. and and if you're a creative mm. or you think you're a creative um, you, you have to think shit man I, I there could be a period of my life where I live in a one bedroom mm. flat with my kids I have to share a room and my daughter's starting yeah. to wear a bra I need to now live on the sofa yeah. in the lounge and and it's funny because the guy I was talking about who earns all the money and and I think he's a success for getting out he thinks I am because I do the thing that I want mm. even though well, right yeah. now I'm not well, well then I'm okay now but but then yeah. I was like having a real tough time and but I was like this is the thing I have to but do. One, it. one measure of success, isn't it, is that if you can get up every morning and go, I can choose what to do today. Yeah. And I have to constantly remind myself of that, you know, that I get to choose. I don't have to fill in a form to ask for annual leave. Yeah. I don't have to phone in sick if I'm not feeling great. Yeah. You know, I get to choose what I do. And converse, I think weirdly, I've never I've never worked harder. Like when I was in the NHS, I never I didn't work this hard. Yeah. I've never worked harder, but I'm still choosing what to do. And that's for me, that is success. Um I don't need a home in LA and a home in Miami and a home in Bognor Regis, you know. But you've got them. If I use one as an ashtray, I use <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> you know. Um it's a nice idea. Yeah. But you know, I have had two homes in my and la- in my in my life, and actually, it's I don't I don't enjoy it. It's not me. It's yeah. not me. It felt like I was, I was cosplaying successful author who divides his time between the country and the city. Right. You know, um, and actually, it wasn't me. So, I don't know what I'm saying other than um, my biggest ambition, in a way. You know, I would, you know, I would love to, I would, of course, I would love to have another film of one of my books. Yeah, yeah. I would love to be in a, on a red carpet and, and, you know, I would love to be doing interviews next to Nicole Kidman or whoever. Of course, that would be great. It would be fun. It was, it would be, but that's it. It would be fun. But the biggest measure of success for me at the moment is if I can just keep on doing it. Yeah. If I can just keep on doing what I'm doing, which is writing stories, entertaining people. And, you know, without wanting to sound like a complete wanker, like, oh, this could what, be hard. Go on. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. Thank you, William. Yeah. Um, one of the best, one of the, the nicest thing that 
ever happened to me amongst all the awards and all the meeting Hollywood stuff, you know, was when I was at an event, actually it's happened a couple of times, but someone at an event comes up to me and goes, I didn't think I was a reader, but then I read before I go to sleep and now I do read books. Uh, yeah. I was like that. I know it might sound like, oh God, so worthy, but that's great. Yeah, if I've introduced somebody. If my work has introduced somebody to the world of reading and literature and story and narrative, you know, that's great. And what? Yeah, you know, that's what I. That's a lovely thing to think when I'm slaving over chapter ninety-four. <laughs> yes. Which isn't going very well. <laughs> well, I, I, it's weird. I just, I, Girl Four was like, it was, they do it all the time now. It's like, oh, every chapter's a different person's mm. point of view. But back then it wasn't. And and and, and people are like, oh, this is weird. Yeah. Like people who who love crime books, and they uh, and they 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 didn't get it. And then I had. 25, 30, 40 dyslexic people say mm. it's the first book that I've ever really mm. been able to read. And yeah, it's like, I was like, Jesus, I've, yeah. I've done something good, right? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Anyway, should we move on? What's going on in the book world, Will? Well, I've been seeing a lot about um, ghostwriters and kind of celebrity books and celebrities getting book deals for fuck load of money and the ghostwriter getting paid not a lot mm. but um, all being acknowledged and I mean it's a it's a fun subject isn't it I think I think I think there are some celebrities that I, I, I will talk about Richard Osman we spoke about him before mm. and he writes his own stuff he's not getting yeah. someone else no. and, and I know and someone who why, knows you know, him and ultimately I have a lot of respect know. for him because yeah. He's doing it. He's, he's doing not. It, he's yeah. not just it's, saying. It's real. Pop yeah. my name on it. Yeah. Um, Unlike. No, we can't mention that. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's difficult. But then I think of um, if you look at like the National Book Awards, Davina won for that menopause McCall. book. All right. Yeah, Davina McCall. Sorry, I did, mm. I thought she was like Prince. Now she doesn't need no, to. Kylie. Uh, Davina, yeah. Yeah. Prince. Um, but she. It was written with Doctor Someone. Right. Whereas if that Doctor Someone had written a book this is menopause and this is how it affects mm. people and um, you know brought out f eight people well, might have read me. it and, and but with D Davina McCall's name on it mm. suddenly it means something and we know she didn't write it she's it's her and Doctor yeah, whoever yeah, yeah. and uh, and I can't even remember Doctor Porter I feel like it's Porter but it might not be um, like I feel like that's good because there's a, she's saying you know I've, I'm, I'm a menopausal woman in the public eye mm. And we need to talk about it, mm. and she knows what she's talking about. Mm. So, so that kind of works. But it's when. Well, so, it's kind yeah. of it's it's the industry again, isn't it? It's when industry takes over creativity, and and they've got their eyes on the dollars. Yeah. You know. Um. For some reason, I was reminded of Shakespeare's sister. I'm listening to a lot at the moment for reasons that we haven't really got time to go into. But. Oh yeah, so have I, weirdly. I'm, re I'm watching a lot of reaction videos. Have you watched reaction videos on YouTube? Yeah, I like to People reacting to Shakespeare's sister. Oh, when she comes when in. She yeah, yeah, yeah. Angel of Death, the fire. jewel yeah, yeah. hits the floor. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So that was a good example of like, they'd got, you know, Siobhan who has, you know, charisma in absolute spades and like huge pop star in waiting, but perhaps less of a good singer. And then you've got yeah. Marcella, who was sort of 
Marcello Marcella, who yeah. was like brilliant singer, but not really very really charismatic. Put the two together and you've got, you know, and it feels like it's the same. You've got a rather dry, I'm probably yeah. talking rubbish now. I can tell no, by no, your No, no, I like it. No, I like but, it. You know, I'm you've thinking. got this kind of, probably kind of dry doctor who's probably a menopause expert, a worldwide yeah. menopause expert, but no one's ever heard of him and no one wants to read a book by him. But then you've got Vivian McCall, who people have heard of and do want to read a book by, but yeah. necessarily isn't, isn't necessarily a great... Storyteller, yeah, or writer, yeah, you know, and then put the two together. So I can, it makes absolutely that makes sense. sense. I kind of that, but, but it's also, but also, but, also of... but I think it is kind of serving a a purpose, like, yeah. like, 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 functionally, it's it's doing something great. Like women in that position mm. will, will come to it because of Davina, and then th- and then read what a doctor has said and be like, oh, yeah. fuck, that is, is me, yeah. of course, yeah. Well, this is why this yeah. I feel this way. So it's 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 not. It's hard to be cynical about that because it kind of works. It's when it's Holly when it's... Willoughby has a, a children's book out that's written by John Smith. Yeah, and and no one knows who John Smith is, yeah. and he's like, "Thank you for or my ten when, grand." And or it's when a famous best-selling author's book was at least finished by a ghostwriter. Yeah, uh, who was never mentioned, and there are NDAs left, right, and centre to cover it all up, and. They go ahead and walk on a stage and take awards for it. Yeah, which does happen. I feel like you know names. Well, there. I feel like I do because yeah. I heard from a few sources. And I've guessed who it might be. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm not going to say. Of course not. And B, because I'm probably wrong. So I don't know who it is. It's not. No, we're not that I know of. But oh, I mean, yeah, that's not the person I'm guessing. I'll oh, tell right. you. Oh, tell me after. Afterwards. Yeah. Oh, they're dear. Anyway. Oh, what? No way. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I've guessed. Can't be right. Only because the last book <coughs> of hers. Oh. And it won a. Mm-hmm. And. She looked really embarrassed to accept it. Now here's but, my yeah, issue with happen. with with the celebrity book. I think it's it's happening, right? Yeah. We're in this weird celebrity culture. Everyone gets famous for doing nothing. Yeah. They've got a YouTube channel or a fucking podcast or whatever, and they they do well off it. Um, some of us. And good should, luck to them. Yeah, good on them. Do it. You do yeah. it. Um, but that's fine to pick that up. But what we were saying last week, which was none of it trickles down. And, yeah. I, think, and I think... If anything, you, it's the opposite. You should you, use that. There used to be a kind of thing like, oh, well, we published John Grisham. Yeah. So we can pick up three new yes. people who are a bit weird and, or, or they're trying something different. And I worry that that's not happening. I and we're going to end is. up in this kind of sterile vacuum or whatever. I where, think it where, almost feels like now it's sort of... We've put three quarters of our marketing budget into John Grisham, and you've yeah. got an amazing, amazing sales. So what we've decided to do is put all of it into John Grisham and get even better sales, yeah, rather yeah. than putting the remaining quarter into new someone, things. Yeah, new and maybe things. this is like what we were talking about last week with the the debuts feeling crap. Yeah, it's not happening. Like, like it's not coming. It's not coming down. Yeah. Um. And and it should. Yeah. And and I think the real writers wouldn't have um <laughs> such an issue with it if 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 that was happening like we we all know 
that people do better than us mm. and 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 that, that eventually pays for for you yeah and I, I don't know if it is anymore I don't I don't know I don't know the ins and out of the publishing industry I can only say what I think which is what it this feels is. like everyone is just obsessed about finding that one book that only happens every couple of years uh, like uh, before I go to sleep have you that ever one, read well, that yeah that yeah. was one of them yeah yeah. yeah yeah but you know lessons in chemistry um, yeah which I haven't read so I'm not I'm in no way dismissing those books mm. um, Girl on the Train you know great book uh, Crawdads that yeah dude. all of those yeah um, it feels like they're all chasing that yeah um, to the detriment of just a book which could do perfectly well maybe yeah. not set the world on fire but could do perfectly well um, if it just had a little bit more stuff marketing spend behind it. Yeah. Um, are we still talking about success though? Yes, because I think no, I think we yeah, are because success, well, we were just talking about what's going on in the book world, but yeah. but but it does link back because yeah. because because these people are getting book deals because they are successful, but in other areas, and that's right? We were talking last week about debuts. Yeah, that's the thing. Like you know, when you when you're a debut author and you're going to your publisher and your publisher saying, "Oh, this is going to sell a gazillion copies and it's going to be number one and this is going to do an amazing amazing stuff," which they always say. Yeah, of course. Then when your book sells. 12,000 copies mm. and only hits number 38. Yeah. And, you know, you feel like a failure, whereas actually that's still pretty good. Yeah, there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of books that sold yeah. way less than you did. Yeah. But, but is the sales thing the success, yeah. right? You know, exactly. you, you, and we're you wrote again, that yeah. fucking book, man. That, yeah. 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 And yeah, because your publisher, especially in mainstream publishing, their definition of success will always be how much money did we make? Yeah. How many copies did we sell? You know, what was our return on investment? Yeah. Not how many lives did it change? How yeah. many people were entertained on a tube journey? Yes, well, you, you know, know, 90% of computers in the world have, uh, you know, Microsoft Windows on, mm. but motherfucker uh, got rid of malaria. You know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I think we have a question from Sandra. Sandra from Kidderminster. We've both been. Yeah. Um, who is your favourite of all the famous authors you've met? Gosh. I think yeah. for me it was. Oh God, I met Ian Rankin. Hmm. Um, and he's obviously Ian Rankin, right? He's, he's also the loveliest human being in existence. Hi, yeah, Ian, if you're listening. I know. He is though, isn't he? I he's so just lovely. I. So obviously he's massively successful mm. and he uh, in every way in every critically way. you know financially all of that he's um but he's just a very normal dude and I just before I went to Iceland a couple of years ago he had he'd done a couple of articles one in the spectator or something mm. I think and one in the express saying his favorite book of the year was the Beresford which I wrote randomly I was like I've never spoke to Ian Rankin before and he liked that and then I put up something on Twitter I was doing this weird Lego Beatles thing and he was like hey dude like he messaged me and he was doing the same one like oh, right, it was yeah, so yeah. funny I was like uh, Ian Rankin's talking to me and then I think that was just before and then he'd, he'd said it was his favourite book of the year and uh, I tweeted him and just said oh I'll get you a, a drink in Iceland and he was like yeah okay which would cost 20 pounds a million pounds uh, like a whiskey, because he's Scottish, and I like whiskey, so I was like, oh, I'll get him a whiskey. 
And then when I got there, uh, we spoke for a bit. My publisher introduced me. Thank God. I was like really nervous, but he was just so nice. Just like in like a black T-shirt with some band yeah, on it that I'd yeah. never heard of. And and I was like, oh, I said I'd get you a whiskey. And, and he was like, we're in Iceland, dude. <laughs> Don't get me a whiskey. Yeah. Uh, I'll just have like the, the, the beer, like the yeah. ale or whatever. And I just thought, motherfucker, he knows. Like, yeah. He knows. He could have just said, yeah, I'll have a whiskey, Will. Yeah, Thanks. Uh, but he was just like, it's Iceland. You don't sell a gajillion books. I'll take a beer. It's a very nice gesture. And he took it. And I just thought, the dude is class, right? Yeah. And I and and for me, I just thought, wow, he, he you could be a dick. And he's yeah. not. And he's not. He he's has just earned the right to be a complete dick. And, and, and chooses not so to. Yeah. Not. Yeah. yeah. So so for me, he is he's lovely. And and I told my friend who owns a bookshop this. And so every time he tweets, he's like, Your best friend Ian has said something. He's like He's not my best friend. I did message him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. For me, Sandra, thanks for asking, yeah, from Kidderminster. Sandra, yeah. Yeah, Ian Rankin, I think. Lovely. Well, I'm going to agree with you, actually. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, he's such a nice guy. Um, this has been the Ian Rankin... <laughs> yeah, Appreciation Thank Society. Thank you for sponsoring us tonight. Yeah. Yes. Um, no, he's such a... Yeah, he's such a lovely guy um, in every single way. And he seems completely, like... If I met him, not knowing anything about him, and someone had said, you know, he sold like 2,000 copies of his new book, I'd be like, oh, okay. And yet he sold like... Millions. Millions. Yeah. And he's completely, as you say, unaffected and just... Yeah. So, yeah. I would agree with you. Yeah. Also, it's guy Will Carver. Real nice guy, yeah. Real nice Comes guy. across as kind of... Bit of a dick, but... Yeah. yeah. But he's not in real life. He's. I know. Not, yeah. I happen to know that he's actually a really nice guy. Yeah. Really. Yeah. 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 I've heard this. Yeah. But don't ruin his reputation nope, as no, the bad yeah. boy as of the bad uh, boy yeah. of publishing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Well. Well. I think I think we've we've come to the end. You There's haven't, no, there's, you haven't lost an award this week, have you? I haven't lost an award this week. It's the first week of my life I haven't lost an award, and I think we well, should I think celebrate. That should that. be an award in itself. Let's have an award for. Who has not lost an award this week? Uh, so, and the winner is... <laughs> I believe... Uh, let me just open the envelope. Oh, it is uh, S.J. Watson. Oh, great. Excellent. Thank yeah. you. I'm very honoured to have won this award. Yeah, you should dedicate this to your stylist <laughs> and your agent. Yeah, great. And God. Yes, of course. Whichever God you choose. Who is gay. Yeah. We found or was out. that last week? That was last week, yeah. But it still works. Yeah, it still works. Yeah, it's all linked. Yeah. For, for our regular listeners. It all works. Yeah. Yeah. Regular listeners. Right. Thanks, Mum. Okay, so um, thanks for listening. That was episode three. We got to episode three. Can Never you believe enough. it? It's a trilogy. Never yeah. enough. Yeah. Um, What's next? Do we know? Uh, we don't, um, but we can certainly edit that in. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, this has been us. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.